Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. How do we start our show? I don't remember. What, uh, who are we? Where are we? What's going on? Uh, How do we do this? Okay, 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 okay. I think I remember who we are. I think your name is Jeff and my name is Rake. And Rake? I just picked something that had a long A. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do find it funny, though, that the nicknames that have stuck the most with me recently have been male names. Yep. Like Jeff and John. Jeff, Jeff and John. That's me. I will answer to either of them. You know? There are worse things. Um, Okay. So your real name, though, is Jen, and my real name is Kate, and we have a motherfucking podcast, (laughs) and it is called This Podcast is Haunted, and you guys are listening to that now. Yay! Welcome. We are so... This is (laughs) fascinating material so far. So glad you guys tuned in. (laughs) We don't have to be smart. We're pretty. (laughs) Yes. Um, Speaking of not being smart, uh, I just want to take a moment, because it's been, like, a month of, like, ridiculousness. I'm... I just like if you're listening to us on Google Play, I'm so sorry. Oh, is that still going on? I think I think I finally fixed it, but I've said that the last four times. Right. So we shall see. But I'm so sorry, guys. What happened was we switched the site that we host our show on, which used to be SoundCloud. I didn't announce this because I didn't think like I didn't really think it would affect anyone because it's not like doesn't affect how I listen to things and right. no one else matters. Exactly. Uh, we're the only people who listen to this fucking show, right? So Exactly. Yeah. So we, we switched to we're on Podbean now. Um, which and like we we tried to resubmit our our shit all over the place. So we're actually now on Stitcher. So if you listen on Stitcher, well, if you listen to other things on Stitcher and you're like, Why the fuck aren't you guys on there? We are now. Were we not? Tell before? your friend. We weren't before. Huh. Weird. Um, yeah. We've so always we been now. on Pocket Cast, and that's what I used to listen. Yeah. Yeah, we're on that. We're on iTunes, of course. We're on... Okay. I just, like, just... I'm I'm very glad that Google Play is figured out, but, like, I'm very mad at that app. I'm sorry. <laughs> on behalf it's a of very... all the Android users, you have my apologies. It's a very bad app. Is it and as I bad think... as the iTunes listening podcast app? Oh, yeah, it's worse because at least on a, yeah, Apple Podcasts, you can find podcasts. Hmm. It's just annoying to play them. But like Google Play, I like downloaded the app and I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I'm going to try to test this to see what people are seeing. And I searched for a podcast and like I literally cannot find a podcast, let alone our podcast. But I, I did some research and I figured out that it's actually like in like google play hates uh iphones issue i think so see i you know my phone comes with google play on it uh Mm. had i been thinking i would have just done this myself and had i been thinking i would have just asked you because you know i'm never gonna use an apple (laughs) yep (laughs) anyway sorry we're having problems everybody i hope it gets sorted soon i i it should be fixed by now um so if it's not let me know again and we will continue to struggle with it and i promise i'm not mad at you guys when i swear it's i'm mad at google we are specifically mad at google they <laughs> and will myself. feel our squirrely wrath yes <laughs> so that's that's been fun so do you have any like people news like news about being a people 
news about being a people like I, things are going on with you is i guess things, what i'm trying to say <laughs> everything that's going on with me is just like hell uh welcome to the end of the semester friends i forgot how much this sucks <laughs> and it sucks so bad i have like over 20 pages to write in the next two weeks so everything's fine yikes (laughs) (laughs) everyone be kind to your college friends right now please (laughs) we're in a real tough place so i always appreciated that my birthday was usually finals week Mm. um and it gets really really irritating but my 21st birthday Mm-hmm. was the Friday of Christmas break. Like, everybody got done. All the classes went out. Most people were done on Thursday. So we went out and we went hard. It was... Oh, I, see, that's the perfect time, though. It's because it's before any, like, the, the like, oh, I have an exam tomorrow stress. Exactly, exactly. Comes. And I think we, we filled up a townhouse with, like, 80 people. It was, it was a great party. We had a great time. <laughs> I mm-hmm. was the oldest friend, so I was the first one to turn 21. Uh, and so we bought more liquor than we have ever purchased ever in our lives. I think we spent $595 on booze. Wow. It was amazing. We had a That's great insane. time. Yeah. I would be dead. Yeah. You would not have survived. RIP me. I. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of dead things. Speaking <clears throat> of me dying, That's... let's talk about dead people. <laughs> I am also dying. I, if for those of you who are wondering why I found sound especially sultry, it is because I'm still week three on a sinus infection, and it makes me cough a lot. So, and it breathe, mm. makes me breathe heavy. So, I'm sorry if I'm more annoying than normal to listen to. So, before I join the underworld, though, let's learn a little bit about the underworld. Jeff, you want to go first? Yeah, let's go first. I, I say to myself. Uh, so, we're talking about <laughs> catacombs, catacombs today. Catacombs. Uh, this idea actually came from a listener and a good friend of mine named really? Jay. She contacted me, and she was like, "You know what's a good idea?" catacombs and i was like fuck yes it's a fucking good idea she's actually Mm -hmm. given us a couple good ideas for shows before uh and she has ones for the future as well so jay uh we appreciate you thank you can you just do all the research for us too please that would she fucking would though like she's an a plus she's a lawyer she's like a real person oh shit (laughs) yeah and so um i'm sure she would do that okay well she weren't uh, busy being a lawyer nope i look forward to your notes Jay, uh, let me know, and I'll just read off the page. Uh, But until that happens, I had to do my own fucking research, so pardon me if it's a little scattered. (laughs) Uh, There's, like, a ton of, like, fun podcasts on this subject, too, so I tried not to, like, overlap with them. I know there's a 99% Invisible episode Mm -hmm. about... Uh, a necropolis in the Bay Area of California. It's wonderful. Yes. Yes. I should have looked up the name of that episode before I did that. But yeah, go check it out. Yeah. So it's 99% invisible and it's episode 258, The Modern Necropolis. Wow. And it's the town of Colma, California that they have. It's just basically a bunch of cemeteries there. Mm-hmm. And the number of like dead people buried there outnumber the living who live in that town by cool. about a th- yeah by about a thousand to one. It's essentially just a town of dead people, which is why Fun. that which is what a necropolis means. Right, city of the dead. Yeah, it's and like metropolis except for neck underworld. Necropolis. I tried to look up what the plural of necropolis is because I want ever. As I was talking about, like, what it would the have subject. to be necropoli, wouldn't it? It's 
I, as far as I can tell, it's Necropolis. Oh, yeah, that would be right. Yep. E-I-S. Necropolis. Cool. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, so I there's there's a ton out there. Basically, every major city has had issues uh, with what to do with dead people as you know long as they've been around the older ones tend to have more problems because there's more dead people but um they've people have been putting people in catacombs and vaults since like ancient egypt um go look that up i did not decide to cover that i did however most people know about the uh tombs and vaults of ancient egypt well but like you know there's the grand pyramids that's only for like one person that's true i mean yeah there are like other tombs of like a lot of people so that's cool very very cool very interesting so i decided to talk about london because i love london and i can't get enough of it (laughs) so it is also one of the oldest most populous cities was people you know they have skeletons from the bronze age fun yeah and the neolithic age uh that was about five thousand years ago for those who don't know and it was a roman city called londinium about 2,000 years ago, and around that time they had like a population of over a thousand people already. So it's been a big city for a really long time. Their really old skeletons have been found there. And when it was when it was run by the the you know the Romans, it was their you know burial practices are such that they bury you know their dead outside of the city, mm-hmm. but the city at that time was tiny so those burial grounds are actually like within the city limits and like just right on top of everything right essentially if you dig down far enough in london you're gonna hit some dead bodies (laughs) i wonder what it's like like, to be like a an industries worker like like if you're mm -hmm. laying like google fiber in london yes you're basically gonna gonna have to dig through some catacombs i'm gonna get to that so uh yeah, so um, also the Romans, they they tended to cremate their dead. So that was actually the most popular method of burial so that those skeletons wouldn't exist. But they did still find as many as 100,000 skeletons from that era buried. 100,000? 100,000. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, now this is over a period of about 400 years. So like it wasn't all at once. Right, but still, yeah. oh, it's so yeah. many. yeah. Yeah, um, but in uh, those skeletons that they did find, uh, they they know that they were buried in wooden coffins because they found nails around them. So you know that's pretty standard, I guess. For yeah, seems like a standard plan. Yeah, cool. So and then going on into the medieval era, of course we had the plague, and so there's plague pits everywhere. Yeah, and, and it's wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. There's just so many dead so quickly that they just, there's a bunch of just mass graves where they've found, like, they found skeletons, like, packed so tightly together that it was difficult to dig them out. (laughs) I think one in four Europeans died uh, during the 1326 plague. Yeah. uh, Which was the the big one, I believe. Yeah. I had about one in five in Britain. Yeah. Yeah. It was prolific here's a can i interrupt you with a fun fact of course it is possible that mm-hmm. not all of our plague sufferers actually died of plague really back then people lived very close with their cattle 
And oh. um, it was it's very possible that hoof and mouth disease or mad cow mm-hmm. uh, actually affected uh, some of the plague sufferers as well in England. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Because you know how like during that time, uh, feudal lords owned the forests. And so cows had to live like in the city. And oh. I mean, often like in with the serfs. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so uh, they were living so close to cow fecal matter um, and there was no hygiene to speak of. Mm-hmm. That it might also have been mad cow disease, which has a lot of similar things. I learned about that in a book called, oh, it's by Norman Cantor. And it's all mm. about the plague, and I can't remember what it's called right now. Okay. Uh, but it was a really good book. Sure. Yeah, that sounds fascinating. I mean, they did still die, but yeah. Right. But still. <laughs> it wasn't the plague's fault. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I missed a part, so I'm going to backtrack a second. Oh, sure. But um, so kind of bef- like the plagues were really popping off in like the 16th and 17th century. Um, but before that, um, you know, people were, were still dying just at a normal rate, but the city was still fairly small. So what they would do commonly was they would bury someone in kind of a, da- a natural burial without any coffins or anything. Is that just a nice way of saying they dumped their body in the fucking dirt? Yeah, yeah. So okay. they dug a hole, put the body in, let it sit there for about two years and just kind of like really just, you know, let that all kind of, uh, you know. Leak away because that's basically decompose, what it's going to do. Yeah, into a skeleton. That's going to happen to you would- someday because you're going to leave your body to a body farm. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. There's a whole episode on Criminal about the body farm. Cool. And it's super awesome. And it's like contributing to science and uh, forensics and uh, like criminal justice. And it's just like, I love it. I'm going to do it. That's badass. Everyone should do it. Everyone donate your body to science or donate your organs. Because like, what the fuck do we need with it? You can have all my organs. I'm not using any of them. Exactly. (laughs) That's... My, nobody's gonna want my liver mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can have everything else i got real nice eyes well your liver can just be like you know put out on the farm to see how it decomposes and attracts you know bugs and birds and stuff well i want to save some stuff because okay. i'm not going to go to the body farm i'm being turned okay. into a tiara that's right mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i'm fulfilling yes. my natural destiny mm-hmm. <laughs> so being turned into a tiara yep body yeah. jewels <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we're fucked up. Uh, what were you talking about before you were talking about? Oh what yeah, so they oh. dumped the bodies in a pit and let them just sort of leak away for two years. Mm-hmm. And then they dig up the body and they transport the bones to uh, what's called a charnel house. Oh yeah, yeah, which is essentially just an above ground catacomb. It's just like a vault where they keep all the bones. Where Doctor Frankenstein got all the Frankenstein parts. Oh, it's the first time never- ever. I had never heard this word before before yesterday, so oh. I I learned a new thing, and I was I googled it because I wanted to learn what it was because I was like, what's this word? And I found out there's it's a good word. It's a good word, but there's a horror movie <laughs> called Charnel House, and it looks so so bad. It's actually not that old either because Joe Keery. AKA Steve from Stranger Things. Oh, is really? It? I don't think he has a big part because I did not see him in the trailer, but that's basically, funny. essentially, this movie looks like it's a mix between paranormal activity and smart house. Really? 
it's like it's, this, okay so this sidebar we should all watch this movie together because it it got like a f- four out of ten stars on imdb <laughs> but it looks like the story is this um this like really rich guy like took this old factory and decided to turn it into luxury apartments where every like apartment has like a smart tv in it where you can just like beep boop pop like um like voice activate things and like touch the screen in like cool ways and like tell it to do whatever you want hence the smart house reference right um like the and decom disney exactly. channel original movie classic yes smart house <laughs> Because you just say voice activation, turn off lights or something. I mean, they didn't even give it like a cute name like Alexa. So, uh, yeah. So, but then like, (laughs) I was just like really on today. Um, uh, But essentially the like little, the little girl who's the, the guy who built this place's daughter, like starts seeing the ghost of a little boy who died there in the screens and then like starts like coming out of the screens like that girl from the ring and nope yeah nope yep. hate it yeah it looks really good so we should all watch it um anyway that's that's my sidebar internal house <laughs> good sidebar <laughs> so we've we've let the bodies leak we put them in an above ground mausoleum mm-hmm. basically char house yeah yeah and then you just like once that body's dug up there's room for the next one that's died so it's basically just like burial was just kind of a processing you know place for them they just kind of like this is where you go to like get rid of all your guts and skin and grossness i super wouldn't have want to be the poor person who had to dig the bodies back up yeah well i mean i find skeletons a lot less creepy than like corpses but like two years i guess in an open pit yeah by then you'd be pretty much a skeleton but it's the it's the it's the leaking. It's like the wet yeah the wet body that I don't deal well with. Oh no 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 no! I don't want you halfway. I want you all the way. Right. All the way decomposed. Be be bones or be nothing. Yeah, I bet I bet there were times where they would dig them up and be like, no 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 no, you're not ready yet. Oh god oh god, <laughs> put it back put it back. I mean, like I think the smell would be her. I mean bones stink. You know that right? Uh, well, I mean, everything stunk back then, so true. what can you say? <laughs> true, true. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> They're like, mm, you smell like my grandmother. <laughs> you smell like the inside of my mama's purse. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what uh, that's from, but it makes me laugh every time I hear it. I don't know either. Um, <sighs> basically, you could pull out any kind of time from history of london and there's just like an insane amount of bodies being put in the ground i mean and then there's that delightful the part of me when i was researching this was like i swear we've talked about this already we have we just, have <laughs> i know exactly what you're about to say is it yeah, my favorite fact from like our it is your favorite fact yep because i was remembering i was like oh wait didn't we talk about people being buried in in england before and it's yeah you're like the the churchyards in england being like ra- rising up out of the ground because it's so full of dead people like that's yep. it's a small island okay <laughs> and that's just what happens over exactly. time well and and the land was divvied up so quickly like you couldn't bury people just anywhere so mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh it looks like churches are all sinking into the ground because actually the mass of all the dead bodies is rising up that's my favorite fact Yes, Bill Bryson, we love you. 
Wouldn't it be great <sighs> if he listens to our podcast? Don't listen to this, Bill. I would actually. be so don't. embarrassed. He would oh please don't. God. Yeah, he please would don't. be mad at us. <laughs> this is not proper academic research. Lesson, yeah, Bill, we Bill. know. We read Wikipedia. <laughs> Where is your sense of adventure? Play with us in this space. Oh, don't tell old men to play with us. No, don't. I mean, just like, just mind <laughs> spaces. <laughs> Okay. All right, let's get All away right. from this, this before is Bill, bad... Bill Bryson's ruined forever. <laughs> no, this is getting like weird and topical, and I don't like it. Okay, uh, so, so with all the dead people in the ground, and, and many old, old cities have the same problem. Modern day, you're trying to build a new building or build a new metro line or something, and you dig down, and inevitably you're going to find some dead people. <laughs> Just a few. A yeah, couple million. I mean... They just found Richard the, which one is the King Richard the the Third, the last of the Plantagenets. Richard the Third. Yes, they found him in a car park. Well, what they were creating to be a car park. Yeah, parking lot if you're American. And yeah, they just found the bones of one of our very famous. Well, one of their. (laughs) Why am I taking ownership of this country? Well, it is kind of Western civilization. Like we we do deify the major leaders of the empires they could just as easily be talking about our world leaders look at how mm-hmm. uh how positive people were about barack obama like right yeah. cheers went up around the world on the day that he was elected mm-hmm. except for yeah, not you know s- in the deep south well yeah and also uh that did not so much happen for richard the third but <laughs> right n- nevertheless we still all kind of like I'm just in love with the British royal family. I will get up early to watch. Okay, can we please? The new royal wedding. <laughs> Listen, okay, can you be on the phone with me the whole time? Because you're the only person who cares as much as I do. Yes, yes. It's going to be the butt crack of dawn, but I will find a way to watch it. Okay, yeah, perfect. It, it would be really, really great is if you were like on spring break here and you could just like be at my house and I will make us yeah. tea and crumpets yeah. and quiche and mimosas Mm -hmm. do you think if i email them and i ask really nicely they'll schedule it for like after i'm done with my semester uh you know what it doesn't hurt to try i mean he's married an american so clearly they have to pay attention to us now right no they don't (laughs) whatever i i just really hope there's some way that this ends up that they can like kind of casually take us back over yes yes well what was that thing make america great britain again (laughs) yes that would be slowly merge back together for the best also how how fun is the house of commons you know like let's let's have a proper parliament where they yell at each other and get in fights yes instead of being sassy you know backdoor lobbyists yeah like just like a whole room of bernie sanders and like elizabeth warren and then you know we need tories just too, fucking but... duking it out right. over the future of our nation tories versus labor let's do this let's do it uh yeah although they have like 14 other parties too so i don't know what yeah. all of them and are but i'm some pretty of sure them are I'm... weird well i mean we have the tea party so yeah I mean, while they are more generally left of us, there are some very conservative parties there. So we're not alone. No, we by no means have the market cornered on religious extremism. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, okay, I'm sorry. This is quickly derailing. (laughs) Sure. But Piers Morgan. Oh, my God. Don't talk to me about Piers Morgan. That guy's a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. But like, I don't know what I was so shocked because he tweeted at Trump after 
Trump like retweeted those like super fear mongering like right the anti Muslim yeah the anti Muslim from Britain first and Piers fucking Morgan tweets at him like hey mate like you should be you know tweeting out real news and blah 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 like how how dare you do that to your you know you know what Piers Morgan you play that game don't like no he who the fuck are you to say that (laughs) right he absolutely contributes to that anti-muslim fear like piers morgan exactly. can suck my fat foot yeah, and he would hate that because he really hates fat people yes he does he's a piece of shit again piers morgan you may suck my fat foot and we'll leave it there <laughs> there we go this is ben british corner <laughs> this has been british liberal politics corner with kate and jen and now we're going to talk about ghosts some more let's go back to dead british people <laughs> so also known yes. as the tories no <laughs> oh uh, terrible so yeah if you building things in london is kind of an issue but they do have an extensive you know underground train system which has there's a lot of rumors spooky theories about like oh, when they were building this line, they ran into the plague pits, and that's why it's curved. They had to build around it. And I read this whole article about it, and it was very confusing because it would half the time it was like, yes, and that's why this line is this way. It's because of all the dead people. And then the next line would be like, actually, none of that is true. So, so I, maybe. <laughs> I mean, definitely, like, you can find maps online of where all the plague pits are located all the known ones at least and i mean i'm sure they've encountered plenty of bodies in the course of building the london underground this is what i read but then i don't know what is true and what is not because whatever this fucking website but there were excavating part of brompton road and where that road meets knightsbridge Uh, they were digging to build the piccadilly line and they unearthed a pit so dense with human remains that it could not be tunneled through and that's why yes yeah yeah so it's just full of dead people there and that's there's a ton of stories about um like tube stations being haunted um also because like scary shit has happened in tube stations there was um uh, the Bethnal Green station was uh, in the 40s. There was, um, during the Blitz, there was like a bunch of people were trampled. A hundred people died. Most of them were women and children. Terrible. Yeah. So that is just just full of dead people. There's a bunch of books that I can recommend if you are into that, because this is just a very long and storied history, and I'm probably not doing it justice, but whatever. Life is hard. Right. Go to grad school. Stop listening to podcasts if you want the I real know. if you want the real deal. Fucking right. Um, so there is a book by Catherine Arnold called Necropolis, London and It's Dead. Ooh. Uh, yes. Catherine so. Arnold, she is excellent. She's been on PBS a lot uh-huh. um, for interviews. Uh, she's she's lovely. Uh, wonderful research. Yeah. Uh, so that I think that's the book where she's talking about that one pit that like was so dense that you couldn't they were like oh we'll have to turn the it. train uh there's a book by peter Aykroyd um called london under um so that's about the history of the underground i believe yeah so those are like history books but if you want some fiction 
specifically young adult fiction, which no shame in that game. I love these books. There's a young adult series by Maureen Johnson, who is fabulous, and she's hilarious on Twitter. And it's called called the Shades of London series. I had to look at them on my bookshelf. Oh, you own them? I own them. They're amazing. Yeah, it's super fun. It's like lighthearted, but like it's it's well written and it's about a girl who's american who goes to study at like a private school in london and then like spooky things happen and spoiler alert there's ghosts involved and a lot of those involve the london underground and you just like learn things and there's i would read that that's mentioned yeah it's good go read it so that's the first book in that series is called the name of the star and that one has to do with jack the ripper so (sighs) fun Yes. All if right. you're looking for a light read. Yeah, I might pick read those, those over Christmas break. That sounds lovely. Yeah. So that's that's kind of mostly what I got. It's sorry it's a jumble. Um oh, but no. it's it's there's just a lot of dead people all throughout history and they're all <laughs> underneath the ground. Uh I once read that there are more people alive right now than have ever been dead in history. Um, I don't know if that's true. I've never... I would have to believe that's bullshit. There you go. Because that's... I mean, there's, what, 7 billion people alive? Ish. Ish. But, like, we're talking, like, tens of thousands of years of history. I, I have to believe there's been more than 7 billion people who have ever died. I guess we'll find out. Somebody... We will research it later. All right. So I am going to jump in. Uh, yes. You talked about the London catacombs. I am talking about the world-famous Parisian catacombs. Yes! Uh, Le, sorry, Le Catacombe de Paris. Or uh. they also called it, well, the necropolis. But there was the, the French is also the city of bones, which I love. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say it in French, uh, ossier something, but... Yeah, see, like, the, here's the thing about... So, like, London has a ton of dead people, but they're all kind of, like, haphazardly, like, placed in pits and, like... Mm-hmm individual like graveyards and cemeteries and stuff that have just kind of been built over right Um, but like paris like had a system (laughs) well it didn't it didn't i'm so glad you said that because um initially it was also just a series of pits like london had unfortunately they had you know some flooding and the need to expand the city and mm-hmm. so by the 18th century, the 1700s, the sanitation of the city of Paris was fucking disgusting. The smells of these, you know, hundreds of thousands of dead bodies rotting up from the ground was was incredible. It was polluting the groundwater. Mm-hmm. Even people who were used to things being kind of stinky back then could not deal with how bad Paris smelled. Paris Damn. still has kind of a reputation as a smelly city, mm-hmm. but it really does date back to the 1700s and before because the they just couldn't keep up with the people who were dying Mm. and fun fact a lot of the people who died died of the french disease which is which is syphilis that's right and syphilis i mean every disease is the french disease if you're french right (laughs) well actually if you're british (laughs) oh well yeah i think the british are the first ones to be like oh the french brought this fuck them fucking fucking french (laughs) it's kind of poetic that we're talking about france and england i know right i thought that was really tidy (laughs) yeah good for us i say i say good for us Yes. Um, so they had this burial problem. Um, and at the same time as they had this burial problem, uh, back in the 12th and 13th centuries, Paris had a very haphazard 
limestone mining operation throughout the city. Now, just like you said, London was smaller back then and the bodies were buried outside the city. The same thing was happening with Paris. The city's expanding. The edge of the city in the 12th century is now where it was in the 18th century. Uh, And so we have all of these crazy, kind of dangerous, unmapped, uncharted underground tunnels Mm. that were all used for limestone mining. Hmm. So Paris said, well, we basically have these two fucking problems. (laughs) Let's put them together. (laughs) Uh, So for the first hundred years or so they just literally took the bodies out of six different cemeteries um the biggest one was uh, the cemetery of saints and innocents mm-hmm. and they literally just threw them into the mining pits um they grouped them by which cemetery they were in but these are people who were impoverished just like in london so it's not like we had identifying marks for oh this is mm-hmm. this is peter le Esprit, you know right, yeah. so they just had you know, this was a person who was buried at Saints and Innocents. This is somebody who was at the Notre Dame, mm-hmm. uh, so on and so forth. So they solved one problem with another uh, by putting these bodies <laughs> into. <laughs> Sorry. Did you mean to lay down that Hamilton reference? <laughs> um, I didn't, but good for me <laughs> to win a victory for the Southerners. Southerners in other words. In other words. <laughs> a quid pro quo. All right. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I did not, but good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they just kind of put him in. Now, then in 1810, the uh, mining inspector who was in charge of these tunnels and trying to get things mapped decided to make things look a little nicer and mm-hmm. to maybe try and make um, not only some place where people could visit and like, you know, pray for the souls. This is a highly Roman Catholic area. Mm-hmm. So to pray for the souls of these people who presumably are in purgatory, but also to make a little bit of money. <laughs> And mm. so he went through, and I have his name here, Louis-Étienne Henriquet de Thuret. I'm not French, so I probably said that wrong. That's fine. But he had <laughs> renovations done to these catacombs, and he diverted some of the energies of not only stabilizing these walls and making sure that they were safe, but mm-hmm. also to restacking the bones, mixing up the body parts, putting oh. in interesting displays of bones like this. That I was just yeah, I was just gonna say that because of the few pictures I've seen of the Paris catacombs, it's like a decorative wall of skulls. Exactly. <laughs> like, now that's what? actually not uncommon uh, in Rome. They'd been doing that with the Capuchin monks. Remember last for our last episode. We talked about the major exorcist in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He was a Capuchin monk. And yeah. Capuchin monks in Sicily created an ossuary of their bodies. Uh, some are mummified whole bodies, and some of them are decorated. Like like there's a starburst made of human pelvises. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. <laughs> you know, um, so it was someplace to come and think about the the mortality. It's it's memento mori again. Mm-hmm. So uh, a memento, remember that you too have to die. Wow. There are over 200 square miles of catacombs underneath the, uh, I'm sorry, 200 square kilometers. <laughs> is, <laughs> is that correct? I don't. I didn't write that down correctly, so I assume okay. it could be both. But anyway, there's a lot. There's a mm-hmm. large space of catacombs filled with bodies. Mm-hmm. Only about one square mile has been mapped and is open to the public. It has lighting and it's reinforced. It has staircases, the whole nine yards. You can actually go visit it, find it. The official access is on the 14th 
arrondism. Oh yeah, they're those are like the rings of yes. It's a it's a spoken wheel city, and yeah. so on the fourteenth ring. <laughs> yes, I think you, it's like arrondism. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, and of course I've never been, but you could go, and it's actually it's only twenty six dollars or thirteen pounds mm. to visit. And you have about two hours down there. They only let in about 200 people at a time. Mm-hmm. And they have signs. The The entrance is called the Gate of Hell. Oh, my God. Yes, I saw that. And that's in just France, in, though, in yes. French. In French. <laughs> it sounds much less uh, impressive when I say it in England, English. But it's Fuck. also like the Gate of Hell. Right. So the Gates of Hell, there are signs on the way in. To, it's really to remind you to kind of be respectful. Mm-hmm. But it sounds very dramatic. It says, stop. This is the empire of the dead. <laughs> okay, French people. Like, come on. Eh, you know. <laughs> um, so there extra. are a couple high flyers down there. Major characters from the French Revolution, most notably Robespierre. Oh. Is somewhere fun. down there. Of course, he's been uh, repositioned. Repositioned? <laughs> well, they didn't. He was buried in a mass grave. After oh. the reign of terror, so uh-uh. he—I don't think they know exactly which body parts are his. Fucking Cersei, right, man? Right. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't. There's as much as like I can agree with like, yeah, the like French monarchy sort was of... fucking shit up, but like, right. come on, <laughs> let's that's not an excuse to guillotine all everyone. Ah, <laughs> uh, mm, I don't. You know. Okay, I'm I... not putting you in charge of the mob <laughs> rule when that happens, when the revolution comes. That's. Uh, right after a couple of weeks after Trump got elected, Dan found me googling how like Pinterest no. ideas for no. how to build your own guillotine. Oh, I'm just gonna put a little French Revolution mood board together. <laughs> Dan didn't think that was funny, so he like he blocked <laughs> Pinterest on the internet for a while. Oh my god! No, like I'm I I, I sort You're of a monster. I, I also just watched Les Mis, so like I just I'm sort of feeling the barricade right now. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's, <laughs> yeah. Also, it took me forever to realize that Les Mis is not about the French Revolution. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. We're like 100 years in the future. I know. <laughs> I was so confused because I was like, part of me wants to say this is, takes place in the 1800s, but it These does. These costumes Surprise. don't seem right. <laughs> yeah, 1848 revolution. It's yeah, different. There's a lot of uh, little tiny failed revolutions in French history. Yeah, French history is fucked up. Well, I mean, all history is fucked up. It is fucked. Yeah, it is true. But like, the French kind of like don't know how to change power peacefully. And in some ways, I respect them for that. <laughs> okay, well, we see. It's funny. Our story is kind of aligned with our uh, uh, philosophies on things. <laughs> I'm very reserved and stoic. And I'm polite. trying to decide if it's. <laughs> Like, if we could build a guillotine <laughs> wide enough, could we use, like, a Super Bowl yeah. end zone and really just get things done <laughs> you're, quickly? You're over here, like, ordering a guillotine piecemeal from Ikea to put together <laughs> in your own home. I would, too. Like, I will sharpen a silver serving tray and get to work. Shink! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get arrested from this fucking podcast. She's just kidding, NSA. Not NSA. She's totally not kidding. <laughs> You'll be third in line, NSA. 
oh no i'm going to hell the the nice thing about me and revolution is like if somebody were like come to my door from like homeland security they would take Mm -hmm. one look at my fat ass and be like you're not chasing anybody down fatty (laughs) like you're you're gonna be right where you are yeah um all right so (laughs) so let's get back on track before we continue to discuss how many ways i'm going to jail (laughs) (laughs) the catacombs of paris have actually had a rather rich and storied life since opening up in 1810 Mm -hmm. they have been the site of murders uh murders right so there's only one official entrance but -hmm. there are many secret entrances around the city many of them connect to government buildings Mm -hmm. uh some of them connect to hospitals churches things like that Mm -hmm. and so um if you know how you can get down into the uncharted places and pretty much it's like a I don't know, a bone fort all throughout the city that nobody knows about. You can do whatever you want down there. (laughs) Exactly. And knowing the French, though. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, So we've had murders go on down Mm -hmm. there, assassinations, massacres. Um, It was used by the French resistance during World War II. It was also used by the Nazis during World War II. (laughs) Wonderful. You know, um, one of the most recent things back in 2004... Uh, mm-hmm. While exploring the catacombs, they discovered an entire movie theater with a fully stocked bar. Um, uh, what? S- right? Um, Seating what? in a chandelier. Yes. So people had been going down there and throwing parties. Oh, my God. Unknown to everybody else. Of course, it got split up. They still have no idea who started it. And then in 2000, just August of 2017... Mm-hmm. A, it was used to break into a wine cellar and steal 250,000 euros worth of wine. Oh, my God. Which, I don't know, once again, not to bring that's it back the most, to the guillotine, but... It's the most French thing I've ever heard. <laughs> they use the Paris catacombs. If you have wine that's worth $250,000, maybe slice, slice for you, too. I don't like Wait, that's... are we are we talking, like, one bottle of wine that that's... Ex- that is that expensive or like a ton of like cases of wine well that's I even cases. cases of wine like it would have to be like one of the giant wine barrels yeah full of wine and then even then like i feel at like at the this end is... of the day you still spent <laughs> at the that end much of the day on... there was nothing but nothing <laughs> <laughs> and there's trouble for all when there's trouble for one Welcome okay. to our paranormal history and musical theater podcast. And also, this is where we start the revolution. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that was the most recent crime involving the uh, necropolis in Paris. There are two very interesting stories. Let's see. Do I want to start with the recent one or do I want to start with the historic one that has a ghost? You vote. Recent. Okay. And then ghost. So, recently, Mm -hmm. a person got lost in the catacombs. It actually happens fairly fairly regularly. People get Uh separated from tour groups. They get too adventurous. Fuck that noise. Right. Except for I would try. (laughs) But, like, okay, but you say that, but, like, you're, like, it's... If you get lost, you're fucked. <laughs> like, it's there's no windows. Right. There's no finding your way out. No, yeah. it's, it's still interesting. Um, there were two teens uh, uh-huh. in, I believe, 2006 
who were lost in the catacombs for three days. No. They had to bring dogs in to find them. They Jesus. were found okay. They had a touch of hypothermia. Oh, my um, God. But they're alive to tell the tale. Oh, my God. A little bit before that, um, at the turn, you know, around the 2000s, a mm-hmm. person went mad in the catacombs. He oh, was he lost is? and wandering for days. And what he had with him was his video camera. Mm-hmm. And he recorded his final moments on film where all of a sudden he's recording, recording, recording. Uh-huh. He drops it, runs away, uh-huh. and they still haven't found his body. Okay. They now. Re- they recovered the film, which is available yes. online, yep. but they've never found him. Do you want to know why I know there's a f- film? You did not watch it. I watched it. You're so dumb, Jen. You're going to have nightmares. <laughs> so, well, okay, well, it's your fault. You sent me a bunch of links. And I was like, ooh, fun reading. Um, so I was reading about this because I also didn't know that you were, this was, you were covering that. Um, so I'm glad I didn't take notes on this. But um, right on. yeah, so it was like just telling the basic story of the Paris Catacombs. And it's like links. There's a link when you know they're mentioning that this happened. And I was like, I'm going to click that link. Um, and it led to another article talking about this video. And it was featured on an episode of Scariest Places on Earth. And I forgot about this show, but this show I used to watch all the time. <laughs> it was on ABC Family. <laughs> and that's how I learned about the Ohio University stories uh-huh. in Athens, Ohio. So it, the, the, it's called, yeah, it's called Scariest Places on Earth. And uh, the basic structure of this TV show is um, a, the most terrifying female voice you've ever heard. Oh my God, I remember that. It it's was, this, it's one. Linda Blair, right? It was her is voice. It? Oh yeah, my God, so. fuck that. Where is, she's oh. like talking like this. And yes, then they me, went, yeah, I remember It's more that. like, yeah, it's like, it'll be like completely black and then white text and like, in the Paris catacombs, there's so in the some people go in there and, there. and I'm, we're both doing terrible jobs. No one can right. emulate this voice, but oh my I god! I genuinely think it is Linda Blair. I hope it is. For those of you playing the home game, Linda Look Blair is the actress oh. who portrayed uh, Reagan in The Exorcist. Yeah, the little girl who needs the exorcism. Yeah, but like that's so metal. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> watch. Those episodes, a lot of them, I think, are up on YouTube, probably. Probably. So watch them. But this one, so, yeah, it was it was that same, like, creepy-ass <laughs> story. And which, she can make any story sound terrifying just with her voice. Right. But, yeah, there was, it was, like, a bunch of modern-day um, cataphiles is what they call themselves. Yes, people who are obsessed with the catacombs. Mm-hmm. And so they were, tr- they found this footage. I want to know the story of like how they found the camera actually. Um, right. So they found this camera and they were watching it and they're like, wanted to know what happened to this guy. So <laughs> they went down into the catacombs and they were like walking around with a whole team of people and they were trying to find this guy, trying to find like the same, you know, hallways that were pictured in the video. Of course they didn't find anything. But they did kind of get almost stuck down there (laughs) because they were wandering around for like five or six hours and 
they get to where they had planned to exit it was like directly below a manhole or something and so they uh, i think had planned to have someone up there like open it or something but when they got there it was closed (gasps) yeah that is okay i take it back when before i was like yeah i'll do it i'll wander no see this is why i say no it's terrifying because that you can see it on their face they're like shining the flashlight up there and then they're like looking at each other and talking and they're like we don't have very much battery left <laughs> in our like camera in our flashlights and like if your flashlights die right you're, you're done fucked it's pitch black down there and so they're like we're gonna have to go back the way we came and luckily they're smart and like brought maps and like people who've been down there before and like know their way around so they they had the route all planned out they weren't just like wandering around um so they had to trek back the entire way they came and it like luckily they made it because like it showed them like getting out and like climbing over the same fence that they climbed over to get in there in the first place and the guy just like looks at the camera and he's like we've been down there for 12 hours and jesus yeah that's fucking terrifying this is why you don't fuck around in catacombs well, especially you by know yourself the movie as above so below Mm-hmm. that's a horror movie that takes place in the catacombs i understand it's pretty scary I ain't gonna watch it. <laughs> I I have not seen it, but they um so in this like episode they're like wandering around and they come upon a, a wall with like the outline of a skeleton or like something painted on it or something. It looks freaky as fuck. And I think that was in that movie or like reference neither of us has seen it. So Right, no. Because <laughs> you have right in. <laughs> Well, anyway, so the the person who wrote that, As Above, Mm -hmm. So Below, is actually basing it on the experiences of this man who went mad in the catacombs. Oh, my God. Now, his story is maybe a little bit more traumatic. I'm not sure if it's more traumatic or less traumatic to go crazy. This is the story of Philbert Despair. He was a hospital doorman in Paris during the French Revolution. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was in, let's see, what year? Uh, 1793. He headed into the catacombs from the hospital entranceway. Now, at that point in time, the catacombs Mm -hmm. are not organized. They're just a dumping ground of bodies. And a lot of people kept a lot of different things down there. He was a bit of an alcoholic. So 1793, he descends into the unorganized catacombs uh, in order to find a legendary fabled bottle of liquor that was placed there by either nuns or monks from the local... (laughs) I can't fucking say it. <laughs> Monasteries or Monastery. convents. Why do I have wow. so much trouble with the word convent? What do you want to say? What do you keep wanting? Like what That's do you... it. Convent, monastery. I just convent. can't say convent very well. Okay. Well, we it's like I want to say covenant or something. I don't know. Oh, I see. Anyway, Philbert got lost. <laughs> and oh, boy. They didn't find him for 11 years. And by that point in time, all they was found was what was left of Filbert. The How only many way... French people have died in pursuit of wine, do you think? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> that is just like, again, The most what? Parisian thing. <laughs> the most, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a good question. You ask the, you ask the right questions. <laughs> 
So they yeah. could only identify him by the key ring for the hospital. And they buried him right where he was found. And now he is said to haunt the catacombs. And he's the guardian of the bones. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. You know, if you are interested in the guardian of the bones, should you be in Paris on Halloween, mm-hmm. you could maybe go down and stay with him. Oh, there is an okay. Airbnb. <laughs> what? That is only available on Halloween night. Oh, God. To stay in the catacombs of Paris. Do you think that's like the most expensive room or like the least? The least expensive room. I, let's, well, I have an article here. Let's take a look and see if it'll tell us. Yeah. So this is, uh, you're, you go down, you're given a room for the night with one real bed, which they put in quotations. Which I find a little suspicious. Real bed. It's a real bed. Guys, don't even Maybe one made out of bones? I don't know. (laughs) A real bed. In quotes. In quotes. In quotes. A real bed. Just, (laughs) you know. So here's the official listing. Mm-hmm. Hello from the bowels of Paris. Looking for a change from the usual Halloween festivities? Escaped the pint-sized pirates and mini goblins in the to, in favor of the world's largest grave. That's true. It is actually the world's largest grave. There are over six million bodies down in the Paris catacombs. Oh boy. Yeah. Wow. The world's largest grave. Paris's famous catacombs, the final resting place of six million souls. Oh. The room type is an entire home or apartment with one bedroom, a real bed. Uh, They do provide breakfast. Mm -hmm. And it says, journey to the center of the earth and learn about the hair-raising history of the mysterious subterranean labyrinth. Satisfy Mm -hmm. your thirst for adventure in a sprawling network of skulls and bones. Next, savor a dazzling culinary experience while enjoying a private concert in the most incredible acoustics under the earth. Before bedtime, a storyteller will have you spellbound (laughs) with fascinating tales from the catacombs. That's the scariest part to me. You're in your Airbnb and someone comes into your bedroom and like, hello. Let me tell you some stories. It's Linda Blair. (laughs) (laughs) Once upon a time, there was. Okay, I'm not doing that voice anymore. It's hard to to maintain. And so finally, enjoy... Oh, sorry. uh, Fascinating tales from the catacombs guaranteed to produce nightmares. Mm -hmm. Finally, enjoy dawn with the dead as you become the only living person to ever (sighs) wake up in the Paris catacombs for an unforgettable Halloween. except for like every single like year that happens so like you're not the first i guess (laughs) you're first for that year (laughs) right (laughs) so this is a competition you write an essay and you get to stay there for free oh wow yeah Yeah. i'm gonna do do they pay for airfare (laughs) no but that's okay damn damn (laughs) and it looks like the contest is now closed i don't know if that's still an option but how fucking cool is that oh my god i can't like again well, you say that. You no, say I, that. No, I would. I feel like... Also, I would have sex in the catacombs. Oh, Jesus. I, I bet that has happened a lot. Oh, oh for sure. Oh. A lot of, uh, oh, lot of boning, you might say. <laughs> uh-huh. well, welcome indeed to the city of bones. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, dirty. Okay, all right. <laughs> now, yeah, I would probably do that because I think, like, they plan it out. Right, yeah, so it's, it's like, like a whole thing. It's not just unsafe. Like Somebody knows where you are. In there. I'm more afraid of getting lost and dying than I am of ghosts in there. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's I, pitch black. Most like if you're in, well, not in the Airbnb, I assume, but like. The thing that makes me most uncomfortable is that the rest of the access to this is not closed off through the rest of the city. Yeah. You don't know. Who so could like be in there. any psycho could be down there. And, you know, like, like, sure, maybe they stay away from the lit areas where the tourists are, but, but there's a lot of space down there Uh for a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Uh, that's what I think about. I don't know. I don't, I've, I'm getting more paranoid as I grow older. I mean, it's really the perfect, like, serial killer lair slash dumping ground if you think about it. Yes. If you can make the bones look old enough. You're good to go for a long or time just, like, killing things. Or just like fucking bury them. There is so another part of that uh, creepiest. Well, it's you know, limestone. It's hard Earth. to bury. No, no. Okay, but like there's there's places. There is this one room that they explored in that scariest places on Earth video, where it was like they were just walking straight up walking on piles and piles of bones because it just like Gross. filled up. The, there was no visible floor in that room and they're just like we have no idea how far down this goes like we could be walking on thousands of corpses right now i i wish you could see my face so you could just bury it under a layer of that (laughs) right wow wow yeah 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 (laughs) so for all you serial killers out there in paris looking for a place don't say you got the idea from us (sighs) don't yeah if you don't know where you're going you'll probably just end up getting lost and dying down there anyway so yeah go for it or you might find a fucking movie theater in a fully stocked bar you don't know yeah i don't know i kind of i enjoy that i don't think or an airbnb right (laughs) fucking show up in time for story time here's some fucking commercialization of that of the dead which i'm okay with you know that's they're not doing anything we live in an experience culture nowadays yes yes we do (laughs) Oh, all right, kiddo. You got a listener story for us? I have to pull one up. Um, My God, I'm so cold. Jen, 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 while you pull one up, I have to ask you about a very special date in our lives. Yep. Today, December 1st, 2017, Mm -hmm. is a very important day. Do you know what it is? No. It's the 20th anniversary of Titanic hitting theaters. No. Jen, it's what our whole friendship is based on. Oh, my God. Happy anniversary, boo-boo. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to Kate and Leo. Yeah, they've been friends for 20 years. Yeah. And they're still like BFFs. Like, I... I love them. I love... I'm so glad that 10-year-old Kate knew that Leonardo DiCaprio was the real deal. Like, I got... I... 20 years ago, man, I figured out Pink and I figured mm-hmm. out Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, that's yes. Yes. Pink probably closer to 18 years ago, but still, like the majority of my life I was like, yeah, I fucking love Pink. And like it held up. <laughs> yeah. Like my love of Sum 41 did not hold up. <laughs> I'm so so on Pink, but you know what? You're that's... so so on Pink? Yeah. Listen, I'm going to need you to get your shit together. I haven't listened to her in a while, so. So maybe put on the new Beautiful Disaster album and thank me later. Okay. Speaking of Titanic, though, um, I want to give a a shout out to my brother and sister-in-law for giving me the most wonderful gifts for my birthday uh, that I am using right now. They gave me two, uh, like, notepads made from old VHS covers. (sighs) Really? One of them that I'm using right now is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Fun! 
Luna. And the other one is Titanic. That's the best. I love it so much. Yes, it's it's good. That's and awesome. It's, yeah, it's made by this. I don't know how available it is, but it's 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 makeroomhandcraft.com. So go find them. That's awesome. Yeah, I might have to. I'm super excited. There's so many good movies coming out right now. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm most excited about, Jumanji. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I love The Rock so much. I do love I will I will see it. I won't say that it's the one I'm looking forward to the most, but oh, I will finally. see that movie. I am dev- is 1000% what I am most. Now that Ragnarok is done and I've seen it already, it's mm-hmm. Jumanji is my next thing. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm super Wonderful. pumped for it. All right, did you find us a listener story? I did. This one is a little long. Okay. So I can f- Are we good? Yeah. Okay. So this comes from Libby and... Oh, I know Libby. Hi, Libby. Oh, okay. Cool. Hi, Libby. The subject line is, dude, you guys, in all caps. Awesome. (laughs) Which I appreciate. So she says, I just found your podcast today because I wanted to start a podcast exploring historic spooky stories and I plan to call it This Podcast is Haunted. I figured I should see if anyone had already used the title and I found you and your podcast is basically 100% what I wanted to make anyway. So now I don't have to do it. Thanks for that. But I'm sorry. Still, that that made me sad. Yeah. You should still make a podcast. Still do it. We there's there's so many podcasts exactly like us. Just like call it something else. Yes. If you want help brainstorming, let us hit us up because it took us. Hit a while. us up after Jen's done with finals. Talk to yeah. us in January. Yeah. Anyway, the show's great. I've listened to a couple of episodes. This is I'm sorry, this is just all, you know, self flattery right now. But I just I'm just I'm just reading it. I'm just reading it off the page. I didn't make this up. I'm just reading it. Right. I am a mid list author who nobody has heard of. If you ever need any D list talent to fill a guest spot on your show, I would love to do that. I can hey. talk about spooky shit until the cows come home. I love a good scary story and historic mysteries give me all kinds of thrills girl same right she's like our soul sister she and i have talked on uh facebook quite a bit and like Uh she's the best also you should name drop some of your books oh she should yeah we'll tell her that yeah Um, she's part of the podcast fan page she can do it there oh okay yeah 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 self-promote away i'm shameless about that so you should be too Mm -hmm. uh okay so i recently moved to a small island and have had more ridiculously weird stuff happen to me since moving here than I've had in my entire life beforehand. Girl, because islands are always haunted. True. Accurate. I picked up from the Norway episode that at least two of you are practicing pagans, which is, well, okay, that was not me. <laughs> so I, I can't mean, remember if it was both regular hosts really or not. Really, kind of. <laughs> like, I am a half-ass pagan at best. Uh, and I read Harry Potter. <laughs> So, according to some people, that means I am hellbound witchcraft. Yep. <laughs> so that is what that means. So yeah. But anyway, uh, so you're probably aware that both the Celts and the pre-Christian Norse people believe that islands are inherently magical slash weird slash scary because yep. they're neither land nor sea. They're between worlds. Yeah, that's to- I totally get that. It's like they're all spooky as shit. Like when I moved to this area, just like driving around back roads in the woods, I was like, this is why Stephen King writes about Maine because like <laughs> fucking this place is Eerie as hell. Yeah. I really uh, appreciate that Libby is giving us credit for knowing that the Celts knew that. Like yes. She's like, of course you guys knew this because you're of smart. Of course you're aware. <laughs> but, but actually, Libby, we're really dumb. So 
Well, Jen is not. I am. No, very but dumb. like seriously, the, there's been times where like I see people recommend our show, and they're like, "Oh, they're so smart and well researched," and I'm like, "Oh, oh, girl, oh, I oh, read honey. this off of Wikipedia." <laughs> like, like I'm not like I like I'll, I'll scam on Wikipedia for like the history of some stuff, but like mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we're not. We ain't. Listen, shit. I'm smart in other ways. Uh, so I very much appreciate the compliment, but yeah, this is, there's, there's definitely the episodes that we've half-assed. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to wonderful Libby. She's wonderful. Yes. Uh, da-da-da, they're between worlds, and thus they have one foot on the other side of the veil at all times. That's the spirit veil, if you aren't, if you, if you don't already know, like us. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, spirits and whatnot can manifest on islands with ease, or so the old-timey Celts and Vikings believed. After living here for two years, I'd have to say I agree. What what island do you live on? What where is this magical place? Okay. Um, some of the weird things I've experienced since living here include the disappearance and later reappearance of a laptop in an episode that sure seems like a ghost was behind it all. A bona fide ghost walking around in my office like she owned the place though she didn't appear until after a living corporal corporeal 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 jesus words are hard words are hard yeah corporeal woman wandered into my office one day said a bunch of crazy shit tried to break into one of the locked rooms and then left again okay so wait 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 wait. she saw the a bona fide ghost walking around in my office like she owned the place, though she didn't appear until after a living corporeal woman wandered into my office one day, said a bunch of crazy shit, tried to break into one of the locked rooms. Oh, so and like then a physical again. person came in. Yeah. It wasn't just like a ghost, like a physical person like broke into her house and mumbled oh. a bunch of shit. Okay, okay, okay. And and then afterwards she had this sort of like energy left behind. I'm there, I'm there. Okay. All right. Um, and an encounter with what I would call a werewolf. <laughs> what? Yeah, like the Michigan Dog Man, man. Oh my God. Yeah, but you know what I'm other a people... believer. You know I'm a fucking believer now. So. Well, <laughs> yeah, but what what other people have told me sounds more like a dog man. So yeah, there you that go. That was me. It was me telling her that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if that's accurate. I just get really obsessed with the Michigan Dog Man. Yeah, that's. I mean, not an interest I share, but good for you. <laughs> You're so mean. Why do I even talk to you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. Anyway, we can talk about Sasquatch later. Um, all of this sounds, ins- all of this shit sounds insane. I know. It, it's also worth noting that I am a hardcore skeptic and rarely draw the conclusion that weird things happen because of supernaturalness. Girl, same. Uh, however, <laughs> these three things in particular are incidents I couldn't find any rational explanation for, despite a lot of thinking and pondering and careful examination of the places where they occurred. It has gotten to the point where I just shrug and say, yep, weird things happen here, island life. <laughs> and move on. <laughs> Which, like, usually people think of a different thing when they think of island life. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. You know. Nope, it's just island time. <laughs> Oh, heavens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and okay, yeah, that the rest is, that's that's the story. Um, uh, but she says keep up the awesome work. Another Libby. 
Uh, Libby is the best. Um, speaking Ooh. of people who are the best, I do want to put in a quick plug for our friend Tom. Oh, yeah. Tom and his brother Jeff started their own podcast. Now, you guys, if you're on our Facebook group, you've definitely seen posts from Tom Napier. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure Jeff is on there, too. And they started their own pa- podcast called Eight Up the podcast it's got a really great graphic uh it's being very well received they record in like an actual studio so uh definitely check it out um tom actually sent me a birthday present an early birthday present yesterday i know it was really really cool um and i'll tell you what it is off the air because it's like that special to me that i don't want everybody to have it Uh, so it was it was tom is the best he's been so supportive and so wonderful he is wonderful right like just like enthusiastic Mm -hmm. and he loves the world and uh anyway so they started a podcast you guys should totally listen to it ate up Mm -hmm. the podcast wonderful so that's all i have yeah there's uh i mean speaking of uh tom there's another um friend of the pod kurt who started a podcast like a while ago and so if i i don't know if i mentioned this before but if you haven't already go check out the strange sessions Ooh, um, who's that yeah kurt and uh, another woman who i oh, don't know hey kurt yeah. i didn't know that cool the strange yeah. sessions i'll yeah. add it to my ever-growing queue yeah so go check them out um and i mean other weird podcasts there's there's a bunch you can we uh i i tend to follow them on instagram and twitter so if you want to find that if you're looking for recommendations you can always check out who we follow on social media and there's some cool cool people Corey from the omitted podcast although that's coming to a close yeah which is a shame and and whispers Whispers in the the night night. uh Uh, sirens of scream michigan crime time michigan crime time they have been so awesome about helping us like get our word out and um they're just amazing katie and liz so mm-hmm. yeah um, so libby if you want to start a podcast totally do it and we'll be friends yes and podcast friends we're podcast whole... friends everybody here's podcast friends <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but yes it's a whole it's a whole family and we support each other so. all right well that is awesome um the next time we talk i will be 30 oh my god i know it's weird I'm going to be old. I think I'm going to dye my hair bright pink for the occasion, though, just to, like, fuck you, age. I can do whatever I want. I'm still young. (laughs) I can still... I'm still cool. I'm still... I'm still relevant, okay? Uh, Yeah. I've only talked about some 41 once today. Oh, my God. Terrible. Speaking of social media, if you want to find us... If you do want to find us on there, we are on Twitter at haunted underscore pod and where this podcast is haunted on instagram and facebook uh join our secret facebook group or like not so secret but it's like closed so that you can like post there in the comfort of privacy and not worry about your mom seeing all the swears that you do sorry mom um (laughs) sorry jen's mom yeah and if you have a listener story that you would like to submit we are this podcast is haunted at gmail.com and we really Um, do read them even though there is a backlog (laughs) there is a backlog and if i haven't gotten to yours yet i'm so sorry also i tend not to respond to them because i don't have time but i do see them and i read them and we'll get to them i plan we promise we we promise but yeah thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys in 20 nope just more in december nope yep (laughs) i was like it's the end of the year now right cool (laughs) but but next episode i will be just so much less stressed out so it'll be great and i will be older i will have left my 20s i'll tell you if i come up with any wisdom yeah oh i do i came up with one piece of wisdom yes i'm like reflecting on what i've learned in 29 years Mm -hmm. and and this applies to you um i 
I'm the dumbest person in my friends group. And I think that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty good. (laughs) Like all of my friends are smarter than me and they help me be a better person and more reasonable and thought out. And so like you've contributed to that. Thanks for being smarter than me and still being my friend. And you are smarter than me too. And like, we're just like, we have different things that we know. (laughs) We are two halves of a whole. Yeah. (laughs) Whole. Okay. Dirty. All right. On that note. (laughs) I love you. I miss you. I'll talk to you next time. Okay. Yes. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks.